Hi everyone, welcome back to the In My 20s and Trying podcast. I'm Stephanie Jade and like always, I'm so excited to be welcoming you back to another episode. This is another fun one. We're talking to one of my good friends, Aaliyah. She's also a coworker of mine and we reminisced on our love for One Direction and um, just that period of our life, which was so much fun. Honestly, if not if, but when they make their comeback, we're going to go crazy. We also talked about music. We talked about how we're handling this whole coronavirus thing and everything that's going on in the world right now. So that's very exciting and that'll be coming in a few short minutes. Um, But if you're new, what's up? What's good? How you doing? Like I said, I'm Stephanie. I'm 22. I'm from Southern California, uh, born and raised, and I'm a college student. This is a podcast where we talk about life, the good, the bad, the ugly. I've been having my friends on uh, the last few weeks, and it's been so much fun. If you have any topic that you would like me to talk about, then just shoot me a DM or an email. Like I am more than happy to talk about what you guys want me to talk about. Um, but yeah, quick little update on life. Everything, everything is not okay but we're hanging in there you know trying to do the best that we can with everything that's going on um I have I believe a month left of this semester which is crazy but I will be very happy to be done with school uh because this semester I honestly I just don't have the headspace for it anymore and I think I said that in last week's episode as much as I want school to be my number one priority like it just isn't and thankfully you know I haven't been affected by everything. Well, I have been affected like job-wise and things like that, but health-wise, my family is good, thank God. But um, it's still a lot. Like there's just a lot going on in the world and we all obviously feel it. Uh, But yeah, I hope that you're all doing well and taking care of yourself. And like I said, the very first episode when all of this happened with coronavirus and stuff like what I'm trying to do is distract you guys from that if I can do an hour episode that takes your mind off of that then I'm going to do that so how hopefully this does that for you um music I have been loving let's talk about music because that makes everyone happy and that connects all of us um IDKU yet I don't know you yet by Alexander 23 oh my goodness I love it I love the beginning it's like how can you miss someone you've never met because I need you now but I don't know you yet you probably heard it if you're if you have a TikTok you probably heard it because it had a moment on there but it's so good it just came out last Wednesday I We've been obsessed with Louis Capaldi for quite some time now, but yesterday I listened to his entire album, Divinely Uninspired, to a hellish extent, the extended version, and it's just so good. It really is such a good album. He is so talented. Um, Fade is really good. Hollywood, Don't Get Me Wrong, Hold Me While You Wait, and obviously um, Bruises and... I'm blanking on the name of the other one. So, oh, before you go. Um, what else? I'm having my moment with 70s music. I have decided that that is the best decade of music. Um, you know, I love myself the 2010s with One Direction and everything, but the 70s just had so, like, so many classics just came out of that decade. So, Journey uh Aerosmith, Dolly Parton, Elton John, Abba, Billy Joel. So many good ones. And then and then you guys. I love Enchanted the movie with Patrick Dempsey and Amy Adams and James Marston. Like I love that movie. 
the dancing scene will forever be one of my favorites in all of cinematic history like i don't know why i love that scene so much but when in that scene so close by john mclaughlin john mclaughlin plays like he sings it and it's such a beautiful song and so i'm obsessed with that i've been obsessed with that song ever since that movie came out however many years ago and i'm calling all of my disney people if you okay this is gonna bear with me and if you can help me with this then i'd be greatly appreciate i would greatly appreciate it there is a song that was used in the live action cinderella movie but I don't know the name of it, but it's like, I, it's not on the soundtrack. It was just like a video somewhere on YouTube and it was very like enchanting and just like fairy, like it was a fairy tale in a song and I can't find it anywhere. I can't remember the name of it. I tried, I typed Cinderella song, Cinderella dance, Cinderella this, this and that, and it did not come up. If you know what song I'm talking about, please let me know. It's kind of sounds like wind. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to try and find it. And then if I do, I'll let you guys know next week. Um, that's the music I've been loving. Shows I watched Succession. I talked about that last week. I loved it. Um, I haven't finished season season two, but I'll let you guys know on that. But it, it is good. What else have I been watching? I Oh, All-American with Cody Christian. And I can't remember the other guys' names. But my little sister recommended it. it. It's good. It's a CW show. The two seasons are on Netflix. Um, it's about football and it, it's good. It, it's good. Books. Let's talk about books because as much as I love TV, we all know this. I love TV. I love movies. I love all of that. I have not been obsessed with a book like this in a long time. Like I love reading. I love getting immersed in these stories like I love it I love it I love it I love it but I had not found a book that captured me like this in such a long time I would say probably since like I read the Divergent series because the Divergent series and the Hunger Games I read so incredibly fast it was a little insane how fast I went through those books but I loved them the books I'm talking about is uh are the succession literally start over the books i'm talking about is a succession series what not the succession series the books i'm talking about are the selection series by kira Kuss, and it is so good uh, i like the this all started because i saw a tiktok everything goes back to tiktok for me these last few days these last couple of weeks i was watching a tiktok and it was about this election and how it's getting adapted to a film for Netflix and I'm very excited after reading this and I had seen that book it came out in 2012 so I had seen the cover but I had never read it and I can't believe that I had never read it because I love books that have to do with royalty and love stories and all of that and then in some weird way I don't know why I just love reading about dystopian societies like I just said The Hunger Games, Divergent, the maze runner for some reason those books just like really attracted me and i became obsessed and so i saw this tiktok and i was like okay if it's turning into a movie and it has to do with royals and i saw like the explanation and everyone saying like prince maxon is like the love of their life i was like i need to read it and so i read it um quickly i want to give a shout out and hopefully they'll sponsor a podcast episode someday but scribed you guys is where it is at they're giving or they gave I'm not sure if it's still going on but check it out there they gave a free trial for about a month um 
and because of everything that's happening and they have so much stuff on their app and their website it's basically books audiobooks uh music sheets music sheets yes music sheets like so much so many different genres it's so good and so I read uh the, and and then there's also like PDFs and stuff. I read the selection on there and it is so incredibly great. Like I loved the app. So you guys should definitely check it out. Check out if they're still doing the free trial if you like to read because you pay $9 a month, I believe. And you have access to so many great titles. Um, if you like listening to audiobooks, this is perfect because there are so many audiobooks of a lot of uh, new books. It's not like just a bunch of older stuff, but it's great. So the selection, I found it on Scribed and I almost bought it on Amazon, but I'm so happy I checked on Scribed first and I read it. And you guys, I finished three books in two days and a half. I stayed up until 5 a.m. this morning to finish the third book because I needed to know what happened. And I'm so happy that I did. And the selection is coming to Netflix. I don't know when, but I'm very excited. And I hope that they use the book as their script because a lot of times you know whoever's in charge of uh, writing the script or doing things they don't necessarily um you know use it so much uh they try and create their own world like i was looking into the selection and they created a cw show and it was like the furthest thing from the book so i'm very excited read the selection if you're into like royalty and it's like the hunger games cast system meets uh, the bachelor meets uh, what is it? The book that I read earlier this year, American Royals. Is it called? I don't even know if it's called American Royals, but it, it's just like royalty and a dystopian society and a caste system. It's a really good book. It's a really good series. I really liked it. Um, and I'm very excited and I'm going to keep you all updated with that. I'm sorry for the last four minutes of rambling about this book, but I fell in love. I was like captured and just, it was so good. So that's my update for the week. I feel like each week I'm bringing you guys different books and shows and songs and I hope that you enjoy it. Remember that you can always send me a DM with your favorite songs and music and movies because I have all the time in the world right now to do that. So I would love to see what you're watching or listening to what you're listening to. Also podcasts. I'm very excited about that. Um, but yeah, without further ado, let's get into the interview with Aaliyah. I hope that you enjoy it and here we go. So how are you? How's life? Um, I'm good. I wish I could say that I've been more productive, but <laughs> I have not. I've been trying to set up stuff for school, though, because I'm going to try to go to Chafee in fall. And it's actually been really hard <laughs> and confusing. Yeah. But this is like the third community college that I've tried to go to. And I feel like it never gets easier, even though like I know how it works now. And also with everything closed, I can't exactly just pop in and be like, hey, help me fix this thing. Yeah, it's definitely a struggle. Yeah, I'm trying to see about that. Like I did an online orientation and all that, but they're making me do other steps before I can register for classes and that's what like I don't know how I'm gonna not like do online maybe if they all have an option I just have to email I think maybe the admissions or counseling and see if they have an online option for like meeting with a counselor and all of that stuff 
Yeah, they probably do. I know my school is doing virtual advising. I have that tomorrow. Mm. Um, but it's been a pain, like everything, obviously, you know, but just everything switching over to online has been yeah. a bit stressful. Uh, today I had a class for the first time because my professor had postponed an exam and then we did it. So it was an online class and then mm. we had spring break. And so today was the first time using zoom, um, with like 20 yeah. people. And then, Oh I my had, gosh. Yeah. Well, uh, yesterday, was it yesterday? Yesterday I did a Bible study on zoom with a hundred people. A <laughs> hundred? How many, is there a max for zoom? Um, I think like if you, if you don't pay for it, it's, you can do a hundred. And then if you pay for it, you can do up to like 300 people. Wow. How do you avoid everyone talking over each other? Like, I guess in a class, your professor would be like, okay, I'm lecturing, so no one needs to talk anyways. But I feel like with that many people, it's hard for people not to talk over each other. I don't know. Yeah. Um, It was okay. I think there was like one at one point there was like a hiccup and someone was like, Oh, that's okay. Like you go, you go. And even like when I recorded last week's podcast episode that there was five of us, um, my friend was like, Oh no, it's fine. Like you talk first. So it's just about like, I guess seeing each other. I don't know. Yeah. It's been interesting. That zoom university life. (laughs) Really? I'm paying $3,000 for this. (gasps) That's ridiculous. I'm honestly like, everyone was like, you're just not going to go to school in spring and like acting like I dropped the ball on it. But now look at me. You're <laughs> like, it's fine. It's okay. it. <laughs> yeah. It's been interesting to. Yeah. Just like. It's such a bummer. Yeah. Yeah. It, but, it has um, been. My, so my cousin, Adam he's a senior in high school this year and I just finally talked to my aunt and she said that they're going to be doing a makeup like graduation ceremony for them which I thought everything was going to be canceled so I was like bummed for him I know he didn't really care about prom I don't think but he wanted to at least graduate like all of us do like you never think you're not going to be able to do that so I guess they're going to be doing a makeup ceremony and then they're going to try to revive some of the activities as well. So maybe like grad night or something for them. I wonder if cool. Disney's going to do like grad nights in July. Oh, probably. Yeah, I'm sure they will. Right now when we just got like kicked out this time of year is usually the food and wine festival and they just started it, I think in March. So yeah, when I went, it was like going on 13 days or something. And they already said that they're going to push that back as well, which is cool because that's the cool. food and wine festival. Yeah. When I went, it was going on, but uh, I think my dad bought like a beer, but I wanted to try mm-hmm. some stuff, but I didn't get to because they were closing California Adventures. I've never done the like passport flight. So it's like basically this thing. I think it's like $45 and you buy it and then you can use little like, um, it's like the like little cutoff The voucher, things. cutoff vouchers, yeah. And I think Alina and Michael did it one time, and it was worth it, but I've never tried it. Because usually, I feel like, especially now that I have more dietary restrictions, <laughs> I'm. it's probably not that worth it for me. But yeah. if you go with, like, another person, I'm sure it would be, especially now with alcohol. I would be trying it up. <laughs> yeah, I know they had like some craft beer and like different stuff. But I think um, they have mimosas too sometimes. 
tasty. That sounds very good. Tasty. Uh, yeah. I just love I'm food. excited. I just love I know food. Me too. I'm uh-huh. excited about going out to eat the most. Me too. Like I feel like that's all I did we before. Keep, before we keep getting into this, I feel like you need to introduce yourself. Who are you? How we met? Oh, like all right. of that because right. we're going to be a good 5 minutes in. Everyone's going to know what we want to do after the lockdown is like, who is this? Who's talking? So give, I've been saying, give your elevator pitch, give us 30 seconds of who you are, what you do, what you like, things like that, but take it away. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm Aaliyah Dugan. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 21. My birthday's in June and I'm hoping that I won't be stuck in my bedroom celebrating it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) because that would suck. I love Disneyland. I am not in school right now, but I've been in and out of school for a while. So I've been working, doing school off and on. That's how I met Miss Stephanie through work. We both work at Cotton on Kids. Um, I am her boss, but it's fine. We don't need to talk about that. You are <laughs> one of my many bosses. Oh, yes. I have so I, What else do I enjoy? I love dogs. I enjoy music. Me and Steph have One Direction in common. Yes, we do. <laughs> and we don't have to beef on it because I like Harriet. She likes Niall. <laughs> exactly. exactly. So everything's fine in the world. We're going to invite each other um, to each other's weddings. Oh, absolutely. I I know that she will get me to meet Harry Styles and or Cody Fern one day. And I just can't wait for that day. Whether it's really can't through wait. like my marriage or through my profession is it's happening at the wedding i was thinking more in your profession but if it's your wedding that you would be never wonderful know. you never know i always feel like i sound delusional when i talk about you know what niall no it's okay like i think people don't get it but i get it I, I know totally you get, get it. it. It's because it's very different, I think, when you've grown up a fangirl. Oh, I hate that word. But, like, when you've grown up like that, know, you just understand how, else can you describe how it? the brain works. Yeah. Definitely. It was um, an interesting adolescence <laughs> growing it was. up in a fandom like that. I feel like but, I have blocked out a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And now with all of this time off and TikTok, oh um, yeah, it's it's revived. I've been in tapping into those, I guess, locked memories of my time loving One Direction. Like, I don't know, just I don't know. I feel like for me, it never went away, but I've been able to suppress it through like just growing up and having other interests and. Honestly, having more friends now that weren't into that, like I'm not talking about it as much. I'm not like focused on it as much because I'm just older now and I like have other things, but it's always there. Don't doubt it. It's never going to go away. You want to talk about it? Let's bust it down. (laughs) Like, (laughs) no, honestly. And I agree like with TikTok and everything that's going on right now too. And even just them being solo artists, like it's all coming back. And I feel like it really honestly never goes away because even my mom, she was like, when she was like my age now and even younger, probably the span that I have liked One Direction, you have liked One Direction. She was that way with Duran Duran. 
And so I feel like I got that gene from her <laughs> because she had, like, she has shown me pictures before of her Duran Duran posters in her room growing up. And I was like, that looks like my room when, like, at, in junior high, probably, like, seventh or eighth grade when I had all those One Direction posters in there. And I was like, I get this shit from you. And it's so. weird. What if our kids aren't – like, what if we have girls and they're not like that? Mm-hmm. Like, what if they're not – I cannot see me having a child that isn't interested in music because. Well, I don't think not interested in music. I think all yeah, of our kids just like fangirl music, but just like fangirls yeah. because my mom, it wasn't like me. Like my mom does not have yeah. the type of personality that's like. I don't want to say obsessive because as much as I loved One Direction, I was never like. This is their, like, remember when they hacked into the airport security cams? That's ridiculous. I was never that at that level. Those are some crazy motherfuckers. (laughs) (laughs) But I was never at that level. But, like, my mom has never been obsessed with a band or things like that. She also, like, does not like concerts. So it's very weird. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. See, I don't, because, like, I I feel like I'm this way because I grew up with the parents that I did, liking music how they did and all of that. But in the same way, like, I know a lot of people that go to concerts and their parents weren't, like, music fanatics either. So I guess it really doesn't really make a difference. Yeah. But it might just, just be, most like... Most of the shows that I've gone to, I've even gone with my mom, or I know that artist because of my mom. And it's stuff that people our age listen to also it's like my mom has such a wide range and I think that's why from a young age I just always have been interested and then once One Direction came around I don't know it was like I was hooked that was actually my first concert that I went to was One Direction that was what I consider to be my first concert when I was younger I went to mm-hmm. one with my mom. It was like picture Jingle Ball, but for a Spanish radio station. So it had oh, okay. all of these Spanish artists. Yeah. And it, it was a great time. I remember being maybe like seven, eight years old. And I just remember having the time of my life. And then what I considered to be my first concert was One Direction at the Staples Center. I think it was like mm. their second tour because for the up all night tour I was already a fan but it was my birthday party and I had a birthday party and I remember one of my friends went to the concert or whatever like the night before I don't know what it would happen but I remember she gave me a lanyard and she was like here you go happy birthday and I was like oh my god thank you so much I think I still have it um but yeah I consider One Direction to be my first concert and then I went to two of theirs I went to two Jonas Brothers, and that's really all the concerts I've been to. I was really oh, that's I saw crazy. Harry. I saw Harry. I saw him two years ago. Um, and then I was really excited Wait, which to show see Mr. Nile. But you know, um, I went to his last show at the Forum. Yes. Oh, do you remember what night you went? I wonder if you were at the same night that I was at. I literally went to the last show of that tour. Because okay, he was like, first welcome night. to the final show or whatever. When he, pay- he played Kiwi three times in three a row. Three times. Yeah. I, okay, my best wow, friend and I lost blessed. our minds. I was there the night before. We literally lost our minds. We were like, he's going again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it that was- shit was crazy. I remember seeing it on Twitter and I was like, wow. 
the it fact that I am not living through this. It was life. so much fun. And then what else have I been to? I saw like Ariana Grande at one of the iHeart Radio secret sessions, like when it's the really small rooms. Oh, um, like so the fan cool. ones. Yeah. But yeah, now I'm trying to branch out a little bit and not and listen to I, um, the music. I think I got the Up All Night tour tickets, like, for my birthday. I don't even remember. Honestly, I want to say it was maybe for my birthday, like, as a birthday present. But that was the first – well, okay. Technically, if we count it as a concert, that wouldn't be the first concert I went to because (laughs) I went to to the American Idol tour. Okay. All right. With my grandparents and my mom when I was in like fifth grade. I don't even. Know. I respect it. I went to but, High School Musical on Ice or whatever it was, Disney yeah. on Ice. So if you count that as um, a concert, which I guess it <laughs> technically is, then that was my first concert. But I just say One Direction because, like, me and Alina, we just went by ourselves and it was a good time. I was living my best life. We were on the floor. We we hit up that tour bus after. You know how it is. Yeah. <laughs> we chased that tour bus down to Telex. It was at the Honda Center in Anaheim. I <laughs> never did that. Us. You know how it is. I never did that, but I respect it. You know? Oh. Yeah. See, like, I was borderline crazy because okay. I went to a hotel or two. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can gladly say that if I ever marry Niall, I won't have that story to tell. Like yeah. I won't be like I chased the only down person- your bus. Yeah. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, that could be your opening line to, to Harry when you fair. Meet. To be fair, um, I went to their hotel with <laughs> Alina and her guest because it was her birthday so her mom was like let's go to Hollywood and hang out and have a good time we're like okay so then we went to Hollywood <laughs> and we knew their hotel and I don't know if I don't know if I know it from like if I found it online or because like I have a friend whose dad is a paparazzi so it could have been through that but we knew where they were, and they were, so they weren't at the hotel, just wearing the <laughs> and there was other fans there, too, and um, we, oh, sorry, my mom was talking, um, we went, we went inside the hotel, and her mom was there with us, so like, since we had that adult, she was like, oh, can we have lunch here, like, at the hotel, like, restaurant and she was like yeah that's fine so then we went up to the pool and then we met this lady who was staying there and we started talking with her and she's like yeah I'm here on business and then she's like I have a daughter around your guys's age and she she's like she's like if you need to use my key because you're here for um one direction like you can I'll give you my extra so that you guys can come back up when they come back to the hotel she's like my daughter likes them too and so it was like a whole thing, but we didn't end up seeing them. We only saw Josh, the drummer, and he was like at the rooftop pool peeking down. And then we were just chilling outside. We almost got a hotel room to stay there for Alina's birthday. But by the time we called back and her mom said, yeah, we, they were like all booked up. And 
there was a car accident that happened right in front of us. Yeah. Oh my God. I totally forgot about that until right now. These two girls that were just standing next to us waiting all day, um, a car pulled out and slammed into them and glass went everywhere. And it was like literally feet away from me and Elena. And so we ran inside the hotel and we were like, there's a car accident outside, like blah, blah, blah. And they called the like ambulance and the police came and Josh was standing at the freaking top of the pool, looking down, just like watching it happen. And I was like, where, but but where's Harry? You're like the person I need to see. That's crazy. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's weird, I also like, did that for five sauces, but you were a big a, fan of five sauces, weren't you? For like a good two years, I'd say I was like followed them as much as I followed like one D. Not like physically followed. I just mean like <laughs> kept up with them. <laughs> um, and I went to their shows and was like into it, but that died off in One Direction. Never did. <laughs> I just care about Luke because I just love blonde Australian men and Luke I just is, want to marry But they Luke do Hemmings. have really good music. I honestly haven't listened to their recent stuff, but now I feel like more random people that I knew from school or from whatever are actually listening to their music. And I just think it's so funny because they used to laugh at me and now they're so like on the radio and normalized and in retail stores. And I just laugh when it comes on because I'm like, but y'all was laughing at me, right? Okay, cool, cool. Like, awesome. Um, yeah. I I just love them. I, I don't think that's ever gonna, like, not be a part mm-hmm. of who I am. Like, I just love One Direction. And I do think it kind of, not that it went away, but I don't know. <laughs> I was thinking about... <laughs> I was just thinking about the last few years since their break, and I was like, I think the way that I avoided it was to stop listening to their music after they announced their hiatus. I just kind of, like, pushed it to the back. It was very traumatic for me. I really loved them, and for them to just be like, you know. Oh, that was a dark time. I still remember even where I was when Zayn left. Like, I remember exactly what I was doing, where I was. It was ridiculous. I was in, I was a senior in high school and we were in theater and I saw the news on Twitter and I like crouched down to the floor and I like fell or whatever. And I like could not believe it. And I just remember being like, what the hell? And then he left. But at the same time, I was watching an interview that Harry did with uh, Howard Stern, and I understand what he said. Like, if I were Zayn, I would have handled it better. Obviously, wouldn't have left in the middle of a tour, but at the same time, if someone doesn't want to be there, like, you can't force them to be there. And then I was watching another interview with Zayn, and it was basically saying how he didn't want to – be there anymore and like you can't force that for someone so it's a crappy situation but at the end of the day like they had a great run together and if they do a reunion then that'll be great but it just Mm -hmm. wasn't time for him to do all of that even then like I feel like I wasn't that mad or devastated that he left just in general because even that I feel like that album that they did after him was good (laughs) I just feel like 
I was sad for the fans in that tour because they were in like Malaysia or something mm-hmm. and they'd never been there before. That was the first time they finally had ever been there after all those years. And then yeah. he just was like, I'm going to just not continue the rest of this leg of the tour. Yeah. So I, that's I why like it would have been more professional for him to make that decision afterwards. But yeah. at the same time, like you can't, you can't force someone to be there and it sucks, but you know, hopefully Definitely. at some point they'll all be able to not necessarily get the closure because I do think if they ever have a reunion, like he's going to come back, but I don't, I don't think he will. Well, I hope that they heal that because at the end of the day, yeah. like they were friends and it's sad that it's, I saw Louie talking about it on some radio show and they were like, he's like, Oh no, I haven't talked to him in a long time. And he was like, are you, did you guys like apologize to each other? Like, is that like handled? And he was like, no, but I hope like it will be one day. And I was just like, that's so sad. It is really sad, but I, I know exactly what interview you're talking about. I think I might've sent it to you. He was just like, we're not Probably. mature enough to have that conversation, conversation. yet. Yeah. And you know, yeah. that's true a lot of it's it's a tough conversation to have and I can only imagine it as a fan so like to imagine it as one of them needing to have that conversation being like you kind of fucked up but oh yeah (sighs) it is what it is it is what it is (laughs) I was about to say that it is what it is well I know exactly what I'm titling this podcast episode, reminiscing on our fangirl days. Oh, and was it entertaining? Let me tell you. It was so much fun. I look back on those years with so much love and just like fondness of young stuff and like just loving something so much and being so excited about it. I loved it. I even like talking to Sarah and stuff, who's like not a big concert person at all, like and seeing the differences between what I did for fun and what I dedicated my time to growing up compared to her, just like her as an example. But it's just, just funny because like I was friends with like all my friends would do all that with me and they were the same kind of person mm-hmm. to want to go to concerts to want to like plan ahead for shows and I even would skip school and I would go out into LA at like eight o'clock in the morning just so that I could be barricade for some shows like I don't do that anymore but I totally used to do that in high school and so meeting like Sarah or even you like you haven't been to that many shows but especially just like Sarah, for instance, like she was like, oh yeah, I, I don't go to concerts. Like I haven't really been to concerts. And I was just like, so taken back by that. Yeah. Everyone that I've surrounded myself by has had that one thing in common with me. And I'm just like, how could you not want to go to shows? Like, I know you don't have to be that dedicated, but just to like, not really care. It's like so bizarre. And like, it's just know. so much fun. I I think that's like what why I loved that time so much yeah. because for me one of my really good friends, shout out to Ivy, is from that time of my life. Mm-hmm. We met because we had a mutual friend that got tickets for her birthday and decided to take Ivy and I as her plus ones or whatever. So yeah. That's how Ivy and I met. We met at the first One Direction concert that I ever went to, and that was, what, seven 
eight years ago now. Yeah. And we're still really good friends. And then this is like a memory that I have, like, I have wanted to lock it in my brain for so long, but it has just come out. I don't remember. It was like one of their anniversary dates or whatever. And I remember a lot of One Direction fans went to the beach. It was like a group of maybe like 50 people. Mm. We went and we took I, I guess we made like a 1D in the sand. This is so embarrassing. I hate, <laughs> I hate this. Oh. Oh God. Like these are the reasons why I'm not going to marry him because I was crazy. <laughs> this is oh. going to come out one day and you're going to be like, shit, I'm gonna I should have so never said that. I'm going to be so embarrassed. Like I can't ever just go up to one of them and be like, oh my gosh, I'm like, I love your music. Incredible. No. I loved your music. I'm a humongous fan. But uh, we went to the beach and we made like a 1D in the sand or whatever. (laughs) What I'm getting to, what I'm getting to is that from that, I met this girl named Krista, who is also one of my friends and she lives in Texas. So it's like being a fan of One Direction or of any music, whatever, it doesn't matter what fandom, quote unquote, you belong to or... Mm -hmm whoever you're a fan of really it gives you like an opportunity to meet so many different types of people from all over the world and just like create so many friendships and then when you're at concerts it's like you're all there and the single reason is that you love that person that's on stage whether it's they've helped you out through a dark time or you just really enjoy their music and music is so just like it means so many different things to different people. And I think that's why I love it so much because it doesn't matter what you're into. There's a meaning there. There's a reason why you connect with that song or that artist or whatever. And I just think that it's beautiful. Oh yeah. I have so many, like even growing up, my mom would know about them, like my Twitter friends. And it's all from like those fan bases, people that I've met on Twitter from those fan bases and became friends with and started DMing. And, like, even one girl, her name is um, Nat. I haven't seen her in years. But we met at the Halsey concert in, like, 2015, maybe it was. Halsey is someone that has manifested her relationship is something I'll just say. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, I gave you that example. I was you like, did. Halsey and Evan Peters, that could be you. Manifesting. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, like, it's the same kind of thing. Like, we met on Twitter and then I met her in person and like I still have the pictures in the video from when we first saw each other and we hugged each other and it was like the cutest thing ever and I still keep in contact with her through social media and stuff and then another girl named Belle as well like I don't really talk one-on-one with them anymore but we still like say happy birthday we still follow each other like each other's stuff and she's from she's in Portland now I think but I think she was in Washington before so it's like people everywhere yeah. And I just think it's so cool. Like, And you're always going to have that connection with that person because oh, yeah. you loved that band or that artist, whatever. And it's, it's just so nice. I love it. It's so nice to reminisce on those times and the crazy oh, things yeah. that we would do. <laughs> and like yeah. just a bunch of different things that have happened over the course of being a fan of theirs. And it's been so much fun. And hopefully a reunion happens someday soon. But um, obviously I know this, but what are some other artists that you like? Because you really 
have such yeah. a great musical palette? Um, I feel like mostly the people that I see live and listen to the most are more like alternative indie, also rock, I guess, too. Um, like some people that I've seen recently, for example, well, I guess before all this was going on, but <laughs> I saw the Black Keys. <clears throat> um, they were like, I have a, I definitely have a bucket list of people that I want to see before I die. And the reason why I even have to have that is because some of the bands like don't really tour as much anymore because mm-hmm. they're older. Or they just are like off and on being a group. So they were on my bucket list and I was so freaking excited when I got those tickets because I just have listened to them for a long time. My parents listened to them. They're not that old, but it was just exciting. It was really exciting. I finally got to see them. But um, also, let me think, who have I seen the most times? Because there's been artists that I've seen multiple times live, probably The Neighborhood. I think I've seen them five times, <laughs> but, um, the 1975 I've seen multiple times. Who else? It's really like, I don't even know if everyone can recognize this stage, but <laughs> it was a stage in high school. It was very Tumblr and it was like, oh, yes. With a it was like Arctic Monkeys. Yeah, like the Tumblr girls. Oh yeah, and the the, um, the the tennis skirts, the Doc Martens. Like that was my life. I listened to all <laughs> those people. Let me tell you, like I listened to all of those, like the Shins, Arctic Monkeys, Arcade Fire, like all of those people. And if you ever saw the like little things on Tumblr, it's like aesthetic, like. The Tumblr girl aesthetic and this and that, like that was me. I lived that. <laughs> I love that. And I still listen to those people. They're good. I was like, finally, it was for me. I didn't discover them then. I was just being like, wow, people are recognizing these people now <laughs> after I've listened to them for years. So, and like, once again, brought it back to my mom. Like, I know those people because of my mom, like Arctic Monkeys in particular. I remember listening to their albums when she would drive me to school in elementary school. So I've been listening to them for a really long time. And I finally saw them for the first time in 2012, I want to say. I saw them at the Staples Center with Alina and my mom, my aunt, my cousin. And they were so freaking good live, like incredible live. And I saw them again at Life is Beautiful Festival in Las Vegas and in Santa Barbara more recently. But their last album, it wasn't it. It wasn't all that. It wasn't that Sadly. And we waited so long for this damn (laughs) album. And they just didn't even serve it to me, if I'm being honest. But... Um, one cool thing about that and like the only cool thing about my life ever is I got to meet the drummer from Arctic Monkeys because at the time his fiance, which is now his ex-wife, oh. <laughs> Ooh, tea. but um, <clears throat> his fiance was like involved in my family line through like God's like, some way, somehow. Yes. So like my 
aunt's cousin's she was like my aunt's cousin's goddaughter like it was just some like knows this person is related to this person kind of connection and my aunt knew that I liked that band and so she was like I'm gonna have them over for Christmas like at the Christmas party you should come and I was like I should come to my own family Christmas party. <laughs> Thanks for the invite. Are you want me to come just because they're coming or were you going to invite me anyways? Oh but, my goodness. Um, so I was like, well, duh, I'm going to be there. Like I would have been there anyways. It's our family <laughs> Christmas party. <laughs> and then she was like, no, but um, her name is Brianna. And she's like, Brianna's going to be there and she's going to bring Matt. And I was like, what do you mean? What do you like, even mean? Shut it down. She's like, yeah, I want to invite them. I really didn't think it was going to happen. Like, I thought it was going to be like, yeah, I know that person. So they'll be at the house and this, this and that. But then like, it never would have actually happened because they're not that kind of close or not that kind of relationship. So I was like, I'll believe it when it happens. And then and she told happened. me and she was like, yeah, they're coming for sure. And I was just like, don't even play with me. Like, don't even pull my heartstrings like that. <laughs> are you sure? And she's like, yeah, they're, they're coming. And I was like, well, okay. And I was like, well, I'm gonna go for sure. And I, she was like, you can invite your mom if you want, because it's my aunt through my dad's side and my parents oh, okay. are divorced. They have been since I was five and they only would talk to each other when they would have to for me. So my dad already didn't really want to be there because of like other mutual friends and people that were going to be there. So he was like, if your mom wants to go, I don't care. I probably won't go anyways. Like I was just going to go on my own with some other family members. And so I told my mom and I think she couldn't go because she had something with work or something. And she was so mad and so sad. She's like, the only reason you know that was because of me. And I was like, well, I'll get you an autograph. <laughs> and so she gave me her CD. And I was like, I don't want to be that person, but if he doesn't care about signing stuff, then of course I'll have him sign it for you. But like, this is like his like home time. Like, I don't want to be like that. It's a fan, Christmas you know? party. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I'll see what I can do. So then I went and they showed up and I was freaking out on the inside. I was like, the fact that this is even happening to me right now, but honestly, he was so cool he and Brianna, um, they stayed the night and they like slept at my family's house and he was playing video games. He's playing like FIFA with my cousin until like five o'clock in the morning. I love that. Like, we were just, just talking. Kids. No, like it was so cool. And honestly, I, so I was like, so just dumbfounded that I, it was even happening that I, I kind of just like, blanked out and didn't even really have any questions to ask him <laughs> but my cousin whose house it was he since he's like knows of them but isn't like freaking out like me he was asking all these questions and I was like yes give me this information feed me this information like, Keep because it I can't speak right now <laughs> but yeah we talked about like my cousin was like oh what was like what made you want to get into music like what was your biggest music inspirations and stuff and he was like I love listening to the strokes he was like I wanted to be the strokes like I would listen to them and be like wow that would be awesome if I could do what they do which is another band that I listened to and was like on my bucket list and I was like I'm oh surprised you haven't brought up Fleetwood Mac oh I yeah yeah that was that was like my number one. You're like, it was coming. Yeah, it, it's coming. It's on the list. But <laughs> no, but yeah, so he was really cool. And that was just like, 
an awesome moment, especially because I felt like all my friends that had that kind of fangirl thing in common with me always got lucky with artists and meeting them on purpose or accidentally and having these opportunities that I just like felt like I was out of luck all of the time. And then that one thing happened and I was just like, this is awesome. So yeah, he signed the thing for my mom and he wrote to mom from Matt. (laughs) And then I also had like this girl that I used to be friends with at the time. I had him sign a vinyl for her and he drew like boobs on it. And he was like... (laughs) He's like, can I draw boobs on it? And I was like, yeah, if you want to, because he was like drunk. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, we don't. Out. He was like, he was like, is this going to a child? And I was like, no. I was like, do what you want. He's like, okay. And he just drew boobs on it, and he was like, to the person and all that. So he was just really cool. It was like an awesome opportunity I'll never forget. And I also have a picture framed in my room of the two That's of us because cool. we took pictures together. And you could literally just see my aunt's bedroom in the background, like. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, Fleetwood Mac, though. The true love of your life. Mm hmm. Spill the tea. So, I don't even know where I like them from because my mom always would be like, you know more Fleetwood Mac songs than I do. (laughs) So, I don't know how it happened, but it just happened. And I've just started listening to them more and more as I got older. And I honestly never thought that I was going to be able to see them live because I feel like they're, I mean, they're all old now. So their touring is not very consistent since Mm -hmm. they're all older. And um, the last tour, not this one that I just went to, but the one before had um, the guy, the main guy singer, his name was Lindsay in it. And he's the person that sings like them. It's Stevie and then the other woman, but um, Christy, but he left and he was like, I'm not touring with you guys anymore. They like had another falling out and he left the band. And then, so they toured again without him. And so I wasn't sure if they were going to actually tour or not. And they did come to LA but the tickets were super expensive and I didn't really have anyone to go with. Cause like, I know Alina would have gone no matter what, but I think we both just couldn't afford it at the time. So I was like, okay, well, like, even if I can find the money, that doesn't mean the other person can and mm-hmm. whatever, like, I'm just not going to see them and it's fine. But then, um, they added a show to finish out the whole tour that they did in Vegas. And I saw it and I was like, did they not have this show before? Because, like, I've never really traveled for a show like that, like, specifically for a show. I went to Santa Barbara to see Arctic Monkeys with my mom, but, like, she paid for it and all of that. So I've never gone on my own to do that. And so I was like, okay, well, I talked to my mom about it, and the tickets were expensive again. And so it was in November. The show was in November. So I was talking to her, and I was like, I feel like this is going to be one of the last times that they tour. Like, hopefully not, obviously, because they all still want to make music. So, and like, keep performing. But I was like, I already missed the LA one. And I wish I could go to this one because they added it to their final show, like, blah, blah, blah. And it was also right when we were about to be on our blacked out weeks for mm-hmm. um, peak at work. And so I was like, cool, I'm screwed. <laughs> 
but she my mom was like if you want to go like you can do that as your Christmas present and I'll buy you two tickets like for you and a friend to go and that same morning I was talking to Sarah and I was like Sarah I'm gonna take you to a concert one day and you're actually gonna have fun and I'm gonna make it happen and she was like okay we'll we'll see and I was like well I knew she liked Fleetwood Mac like she feel like she likes very few like bands or artists that much and so I was like it's like Chris Evans Adele and then everything else is kind of like eh yeah she has like Fleetwood Mac floating in there Mumford and Sons floating in there Hall and Oates floating in there yeah but like the the people that she would really like go and see are like Adele Fleetwood Mac yeah Chris Evans if he were to ever do it yes (laughs) absolutely (laughs) Like just him appearing on stage, she'd be like. Even if it's him just walking from standing on stage, back like back and forth, she would pay good money for that. She's like, I will pay you just to walk near me, basically. (laughs) So, um, she asked me that, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" And I, so I called Sarah, and I was like, "Or I might have texted her, I don't remember." But I was like, "Would you go see Fleetwood Mac? Because I want to take you to a show that I know you would like and you would have fun with." Like, would you go see Fleetwood Mac? And she was like, absolutely. And I was like, my mom's going to get us the tickets. Like, we're going. And she was like, what the fuck? And so, like, she FaceTimed me. And she was like, thank you, thank you, thank you to my mom and stuff. And I was like, okay, we're going to go. We're going to do it. We got a hotel room and we made it happen. And I don't know how, but also for work, we made it happen. Like, Alexa. Everything aligned. She really came through and she was like, I got you guys. Like, I'll close on Friday so you guys can drive out the night before and rest before the show. And I was like, you're the realist. So She really is. She's an angel sent from above. She is. She totally is. So she made that happen for us, too. And it was the most amazing time of my life. I was like, so, okay, I was sad, though, because we got there. And every show that I've ever been to has had an opening act. Like, that's just, it is what it is. Sometimes there's even two opening acts. So I was like, didn't see anything about an opening act, but I'm like, there's always an opening act. Like, I probably just don't know who they are, so that's why I didn't pay attention to it. So when me and Sarah get there... There's no music going yet, but we're like, okay, let's get our shirts first. Let's get a drink first, and then we'll find our seats. That way, like, we don't have to worry about it after, and things won't be sold out for the shirts and stuff. And then I hear, like, music playing, and I'm like, oh, that must be the opening act. And I was like, it's kind of, like, off track, though, because it said, like, doors at this time and then show at this time. So I was like, okay, like, it can't be that because it's still kind of, like, early. I know it's not them. And then I freaking hear the chain playing which is like one of my favorite songs such an iconic song like when harry sang the chain at his show i freaking died you lost and so i was like is that the chain and then so we just start running and they're already playing so i missed like half of the chain which was devastating (laughs) but i mean i could hear it in the background but i just like wasn't immersed in the chain yeah which one should be oh absolutely yeah from Fleetwood Mac themselves absolutely that's a great song it really is but yeah and Lindsay wasn't there to tour but honestly it was fine like they still made up for it Stevie was there it was fantastic they did a good job and I really didn't think that they were gonna sing um Black Magic Woman the like 
Santana cover that they Mm -hmm. did because it's a cover. Like, why would they? But me and Sarah, especially Sarah, just happened to like that cover a lot. And Stevie was like, yeah, I'm going to sing it. And she just started singing it. And I was like, Sarah, can you freaking believe they sang it right now? Like, we lost our shit. You were all aligned. I'm telling you, that weekend was just, it was meant to happen. Oh, there's more things to that weekend, too. Like... (laughs) people from mine and Sarah's past decided to show up in Vegas that weekend that had no business being there. And I was like, what is up right now? Like there's some things happening in the universe to us in Vegas right now. Probably. Well, what happens yeah. in Vegas stays in Vegas apparently. Yeah, I sure did. Cause I had no business seeing the person I saw. And I was like, <laughs> I haven't thought about you in three years, sir. Oh, and it was a you sir? Are walking past me. Oh yeah. For both of us, it was a sir. I know who sir was for Sarah. Oh, for me, it was this person that I truly, like, liked in um, Those are the worst. (laughs) Like, really, truly. In Portland, um, at PSU. And as far as I'm concerned, that person still lives in Oregon. So it really had no business, uh, the universe really had no business having us cross paths like that. But yeah. The universe sometimes just wants a a laugh and they decide to throw. It it was cracking up that day, let me tell you. (laughs) It really was. Because it was like, let's watch Leah suffer right now. And I was yelling inside of a diner. (laughs) So it, it, it made it worth the journey. It really did. It was a whole journey that weekend. It was more than a concert. I know. I remember yeah. FaceTiming with you guys, and that was funny. Mm-hmm. With your, what is it, Big Fat Tuesdays? Oh, yeah. And Sarah just downing the margarita. <laughs> 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 wow. I'm really just putting her out on the line right you now. You really are. <laughs> Let's see what she has to say when we record. <laughs> oh, God. I dropped my phone. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> You're really really just exposing everything. I'm sure she'll expose me. I just, once this is over, I really want to travel. I think that's one of the biggest things I've taken away from this is Mm -hmm. the, like, we're so young. We're, you're 21, I'm 22. We're in our early 20s. And it might sound cheesy, but we really do have our whole life ahead of us. And I just want to travel. Like, I want to see the world. I want to explore what's out there and be more in the moment. I think that that's something that a lot of people, including myself, like we took for granted, you know, being able to go out to dinner with our friends and even like the movies or whatever. I miss AMC. (laughs) I bet you guys do. Like I had the movie, the movie pass and I didn't even like have it for that long all my friends that I would go with already had it for a while before me and I already miss it so much and now that I can't do that or see anyone like I definitely feel the difference I'm like damn like now what yeah (laughs) that's how I feel with my Disney pass that I used for one day (laughs) oh yeah we're gonna live it up yeah I'm I miss a lot of what we took for granted before so that's something that has been shown to me during this time is just like be more appreciative of everything but I miss the outside world yeah it definitely made us like stop and just think and see what we had and like what we should have been doing or trying to accomplish as well you know 
I totally get that. Because, like, we we were even talking about traveling before for one of our birthdays. Uh, like, we've been for months off and on about, should we go here? Should we try this? That's kind of expensive. Let's just do this local instead. Or, no, let's go here. And, and so, everything has changed now. Mm-hmm. Like, And now I'm like, oh, we will be traveling. <laughs> like, we will definitely be doing something. Be doing I don't care trip. if we're doing a road trip, but it – our lives have just changed completely in the matter of what, a month, yeah. a month and a half. No, like a month. Yeah. So it's been crazy. It's been scary, but hopefully everything will get figured out soon. I don't know. It's just, it's weird. In the grand scheme of things, it, it feels like so, <sighs> I don't want my privilege to talk, but it's like, in the grand scheme of things, we're being yeah. asked to stay inside of our houses and there's people out there literally fighting for other people's lives. There's people that are fighting for their own lives. So I've been saying in every podcast, like, just do your part, like stay home if you can. I know there's obviously people that are essential workers that can't stay home and very yeah. much wish that they could. But for the people that can stay home, stay at home. Just like we're literally just being not even asked, like begged at this point to just do nothing. And yeah, I feel like, like I'm so good at doing nothing that why wouldn't <laughs> I just stay home and do nothing? Are you kidding me? That's the easiest thing that you could ever do is be at your house and do nothing. And that's all they're asking us just to do. Just binge watch shows, listen to new music. I've been listening to so much new music. I'm so proud of myself. I'm going to come out of this quarantine lockdown show, whatever oh, it is yeah. that you want to call it. Just <laughs> having such great music taste. Like I know that's people awesome. don't like country music, so y'all can no. look past that. But I've been listening I'm to people. <laughs> who are people. I'm I've been people. listening to a lot of Fleetwood Mac. I've been listening to oh, the yeah. Eagles. I really want to go see the Eagles. Um, James Bay. I listened to what's his name? I can never pronounce his name. Hosier. Oh yeah. Okay, perfect. Listen to mm-hmm. his album. Great. So good. Um, so I've baked yeah. two times. Both of them weren't that great, but I tried. It was mainly just because my bananas were going bad, and I was like, I've never made banana bread before, and I sure do love to eat it. So I tried, but. That's what it counts. The effort Gave me was something there. to do. Dude, yeah. we've been making, uh, well, I shouldn't say we. My brother, Tony, has been making <laughs> a bunch of pizza dough. So mm. we have had so much pizza in my house. The other night, he made pizza at 3 a.m. and just ate it. Legendary. So that's how it's been going over here. It's a good time. Well, are we ready to wrap this up? Yes. We really talked I'm gonna about eat soon. We talked <laughs> about music for a good 90% of the time. But you know what? It was a good time. But I wouldn't expect anything less from me. Like I said, like what else do I have to talk about? All I talk about or do is music, true crime. Didn't talk about true crime, but that might be the episode with you and Sarah. Oh, that can definitely be the episode that with you and Sarah. That can definitely be the episode. That's what we talk about the most. And we're like, watch this, listen to this, do that. Yep. Well, I loved having you on. You are one of my favorite people. You're hilarious and kind. And really, you're the Louis Tomlinson in my life. You're just... (gasps) I can't even believe that you just (laughs) spoke those words. I don't even... I am not worthy. You are worthy. worthy. You... I feel like if you and Louis were to ever meet, you guys would be BFFs because... 
you guys are hilarious. Okay, wait, before you go, my friend Nicole and I have been talking about, like, we've been making our BFF dream team, I guess, with, like, celebrities. Mm -hmm. So far, so far, I have in my corner, Niall, because, come on. Like, if I can't marry the man, I want to be a friend of his because he's hilarious. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Louis Capaldi. Okay. Because the dynamic duo that Niall and Louis are – it's Beautiful. everything that I needed in my life. Like, honestly, the Scottish man and the Irish man together, and then we have me, the American. <sighs> I feel like that's as far as I've that's as far as I've gotten. Mm-hmm. Um, my, so not very far. Not very far. <laughs> my friend Nicole brought in Timothy Chalamet because she loves him, as well as Harry okay, Styles. My mom. <laughs> she brought in timothy and harry and i was like i don't know if they'll mix great because the i feel like the humor the sense of humor is just very different but so far i've got niall and uh lewis so who do you have in your bff dream team and everyone has to be able to mesh well right exactly like you can't have i don't know who do i want to be best friends with i don't know they you just well i can say Harry and Stevie Nicks off the bat because I know that they're friends. I know that that would be the magical, like, musical combination that everyone needs in the world. So Invite me to like, the hangout and I would fair. just be like, wow. Mm-hmm. And I need another funny person because Harry is funny. And I feel like Stevie will bring out the intellectual music side in him. And I'll be like, yes, spill the tea on this music. I love it. But then we also need another funny person. So that's where I would, ooh, sounds hard. It's quite difficult. But I feel like you and I are, you know all those TikToks with Harry and Niall? The laughs, the pranks. Mm -hmm. Like, that's you and I. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like you yeah. are you are Harry I am now. But anyways, the laughs we have. <laughs> the pranks. <laughs> oh, who else? I think um like a comedian type would be very fun. Like like a Paul Rudd type. Love. I think that would be a James good Corden. Time. He's not yeah, a comedian, that, but that could happen too. I might well, add very James funny, Corden though. He's hilarious. Oh, I might have what? to add James. I freaking love Jimmy Fallon. Okay. Can we get, like, serious for a second? Yes. I There's, like, people that I have in my head that I would love to work with in whatever capacity. Like, I don't care if I start off by mopping your floor. <laughs> like, as long as I'm in a building, like, in a building, that's, like, that's the door open that I need. So, Jimmy Fallon is up there for me. I love oh, him. Oh, yeah. And with his at-home series that he's been doing during this whole lockdown quarantine thing, have you been watching them? No, I haven't. Okay. Brilliant man. Obviously, everyone's, like, doing this, but everyone's doing the late show, like, on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he, I feel like, gets crap sometimes because people don't think that he's genuine. But this mm-hmm. at-home series that he's doing shows how genuine he is when he calls people buddy and, like, when he cracks up. And it's his wife literally filming him on their yeah. camera like it's the cutest thing ever so i love it i i, love I need to watch it then because even watching him on snl like on saturday night live he's just so freaking funny like i i love him i love it so right. that's he, your third he pick? would be in that yeah i don't know i i feel like i'd add james then if you're taking jimmy i'll add james beautiful 
Incredible. And then we get, we link up and it's just like a great time in Irish pub. It's a great, funny musical time. (laughs) Just imagine Stevie, Harry, Jimmy, James, Niall, Lewis, and then the two Americans. Well, we have Stevie. It's like the song, it's like act my age, but in real life occurrences. (laughs) Oh, that song is brilliant. Literally, like there's no other word that I could use besides brilliant. I love that song. Dun, 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 dun. I also love that people from like even on Vine, I think it had its moment, but now people on TikTok are using that and they don't know that it's a it's a One Direction song. song. Like put the respect on it that it needs. They're like I I, the fact that this is a One Direction song and not just some random Irish song. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. I was like, I mean, Niall, he's there, so it it does have its Irish moment, but. We know, like, he had to have, he was the one that was, like, put this on the album, make this happen. He had to beg the guys to record that song. But you know what? I'm very appreciative that it happened. So funny. (sighs) Well, it's been a great hour talking to you, my wonderful friend. Thank you. I honestly don't think I'm going to cut out anything of this episode because it's just been hilarious (laughs) and wonderful. Like I said, I love you. I'm so thankful to have met you. Go have your dinner. And do you want to give you. your Instagram so people can follow you if they want to follow sure. you and keep up with your uh, yes. 30-day song challenge? Oh, yeah. I, I've done that before, and I'm doing it again. And I have, like, two other templates actually saved. So if this keeps happening or even if we go back to normal, I've done it before, and I was just doing my <laughs> daily stuff. I just – I love it. It's a good time. It my is. Instagram is at Aaliyah something, and that's A-L-E-I-A something so it'll be tagged on the story post for the podcast i love you so much thank you thank you i miss you i miss you too dude like this is not enough for me soon i know i will i'll see you in the real world we'll make it out of this alive yes (laughs) enjoy your dinner (laughs) bye thank you all right guys well thank you so much for listening to this episode i hope that you enjoyed it thank you so much tolia for coming on she's one of my favorite people she is hilarious and i'm just so happy to have met her we truly are on the same wavelength and thank you to all of you for listening again take care of yourselves it is a crazy uneasy time for us all so just be easy on yourself and you know i'll talk to you all next week if you want to follow me on social media, everything is just at Stephanie Jade M. I'm always on Instagram. I'm doing this 30-day song challenge, which, you know, I don't doubt it. I don't blame anyone if they're over me in my song challenge, but it's been fun. So if you want to follow that, go ahead and do that. And I'll talk to you all next week. Take care of yourself. And until then, hasta luego. Goodbye. I love you. Thank you so much. I'm out of breath. I gotta go. Bye.